So if we think of a sugar craving as a symptom and we want to dig in a little deeper and get to the root of the problem, there's always a reason under there. And once we figure it out and once we get to the bottom of it, we can start to feel some freedom and we can start to make better food choices for ourselves. Welcome to Boss Body, the podcast where successful women learn how to lose weight and get healthy in a way they can live forever. If you're successful in so many areas of your life, but can't seem to give yourself the same care and compassion you show everyone else, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Sarah Haas, women's weight loss and body love coach, and I'm here to help you create the light, joyful, energetic life you deserve. Hi and welcome. It's Sarah Haas here with the Boss Body Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love having you and I just appreciate you so, so much. And I'm just very honored to be allowed in your home or in your car or wherever you're listening and just to be a part of your life and a part of your journey. Last week, we started talking about sugar and how to curb those sugar cravings. And I talked about how much sugar we're eating and the fact that it's addictive and where it's coming from in our diets and what we can do to start reducing those cravings so that we can be in more control of our diet and of our health and what we are eating. And this is such a hot topic and there's so much information to cover that I wasn't able to get to it all last week. But just like I promised, here I am. I'm back. We are going to continue our discussion. We left off last week talking about how addictive sugar can be and how it lights up the pleasure centers in our brains the same as drugs do. And the fact that we get withdrawal when we try to cut down on sugar. And something that I see all the time when women come to me and they're so sick of having these cravings and they're so mad at themselves and they're beating themselves up and they're being so hard on themselves and thinking, if I just had willpower, if I just had willpower, all I need to do is, you know, buckle down and have willpower and just tell myself I'm not going to eat sugar and then not eat sugar. And it's like we're working so hard that we're in an abusive relationship with ourselves. So we're just beating ourselves up over and over and over again all day long because we try and then we fail and we try and we fail. And what I want to show you is that there are so many reasons that we crave this sugar, that willpower alone is never going to cut it. Nobody can do it with willpower alone. So we just need to get that out of our minds because beating ourselves up every day does not help you be confident. It does not help you with self-love and self-acceptance. So punishing and pushing harder is never what works. You've tried it. It has not worked in the past and it's not going to work now. And depriving ourselves 
actually creates more cravings. Let's try this. What if I say, don't think of an elephant right now? What are we all thinking of? Of course, an elephant. And it's the same thing with sugar. If we wake up first thing in the morning with the thought, all right, today's the day. I'm not eating sugar. I'm not eating sugar. So we get through breakfast. Okay, good. I didn't have any sugar. Now I got to go to work. I'm not going to have sugar. I'm not going to have sugar. What are you focusing on? You're focusing on what you don't want instead of what you do want. So I want you to try something new. I want you to change the mindset that the cravings are the problem and that not having willpower is the problem. And I want you to think of a craving as a check engine light, as a message from your body that, hey, something is off and it needs attention because animals in the wild don't overeat they don't eat way too much of one thing. They listen to their bodies and they get what they need and they stop when they're full. But humans use food for lots and lots of different reasons besides being hungry and besides nourishing our bodies. So if we think of a sugar craving as a symptom and we want to dig in a little deeper and get to the root of the problem, there's always a reason under there. And once we figure it out, and once we get to the bottom of it, we can start to feel some freedom. And we can start to make better food choices for ourselves. If you're struggling to stick with healthy habits and need a kick in the pants to get and stay on track, I'm so excited to offer you my free weight loss jumpstart course. You deserve to feel good and look good forever. And it doesn't have to be complicated, overwhelming, or miserable. I'll show you how to do it simply and with ease. It's available for instant download right now on my website at sarahhaaswellness.com. And I'll also put a link to it in the show notes. I hope you'll take me up on it and I'll see you inside. So if we are thinking of sugar cravings, not as the problem, but as a symptom, one of the reasons we could be having this symptom is that we actually are lacking nutrition. Bear with me here. If you are not getting the nutrition you need in your diet, your cells are always going to cry out in hunger. So a person could actually be obese and yet still be starving. If someone is living on a diet of fast food and convenience foods, they're eating empty calories, which means they're filling up, but they aren't getting nutrients. So we need nutrient dense foods because until our cells get that nourishment they need, they'll keep saying, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And you'll keep reaching for the quickest source of energy, which is sugar and refined carbohydrates. So instead of focusing on what we don't want in our diet, we're going to flip that and start focusing on what we do want and what our body needs, which is nutrient dense foods. So increasing 
your intake of fresh fruits and vegetables, making sure you're getting plenty of water, making sure that you're getting enough rest and enough sleep so that you're not looking for sugar for energy the next day. Because as you start taking in all that good nutrition, your body is going to feel satisfied. And a lot of those cravings are going to go down naturally without you even thinking about it. And the other thing we have to do is start getting to the bottom of our emotional eating because so often we're craving sugar and we're going for food because we're looking to fill ourselves up because there's some kind of emotional void. A lot of people I talk to have the sugar cravings late at night in the evenings after they've had dinner and after the kids are in bed and they're trying to unwind and they just want a little treat. They want a little something to help them relax. And I would argue that In that moment when things slow down in your house, when things get quiet, that is when emotions finally have time to start coming up because you've been so busy all day, you can block it out. You're you're keeping your brain busy with your to-do list with work and kids and all that stuff. And then suddenly in the evening, things get quiet And it's time to start processing your emotions. It's time to start dealing with whatever is going on with you. But sometimes the emotions are uncomfortable. There's something that we don't want to think about or we don't want to deal with. And it's easy to stuff down those emotions with food and with sugar. So really trying to dig in and think, wait a minute, What am I actually hungry for? What am I actually lacking that I need that I'm trying to get by eating sugar? Do you have too much stress? Are you trying to calm yourself down with eating those soothing comfort foods? Or are you angry? Or are you lonely? Maybe you are missing something in your life. And like I said before, sugar gives us that dopamine hit. It gives us those feel-good hormones. It is a drug. And when we need to feel good, when we are feeling down or having emotions that we don't want to feel, it's easy to just grab the sugar to get that short-term boost. But in the long term, it doesn't serve us because it keeps us from addressing the things in our lives that need to be addressed. So when I say that cravings are a symptom, they're a check engine light, it means you need to dig deeper. It means you need to start uncovering the reasons that you're having these cravings. And until you do, it's going to keep coming up for you over and over again. So it's not just about the food. It's not just about the nutrition. For sure, that is a starting point and that's going to help you a lot. But if you are satisfied and full and nourished and getting in all the good fruits and vegetables and foods that you need all day, and then you're still craving sugar in the late afternoons at work, maybe you're tired. 
or in the evenings after dinner, there are probably some things that you need to take a look at and take a little bit of a deep dive. And it isn't easy, but you can do it and your body will thank you for it. And you'll eventually reduce the sugar cravings and be a lot healthier, both inside and outside. And that's what we're going for, right? We want to be healthy. We want to feel good. We want to have joy. And you can't do all of that just with diet and exercise. So it comes from a lot of internal things, internal dealing with your emotions and processing things. And you have to get through the hard stuff sometimes to get to the other side, but you can do it. And I am here for you. I'm cheering you on always. And if you ever want some help working through some of this, I am right here for you. Contact me and get in touch And we can sit down and try to start digging in and finding out what's going on with you so that we can clear it up. So I will leave it at that for today. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for being here. I'm honored that you've chosen to spend your time with me and allowed me to be part of your journey. If you like what you're hearing, Remember to subscribe to the podcast and share it with anyone you think would benefit. I'll see you soon.